anyway, that's how I figured out that my second uncle's cousin is Renee Zellweger. Huh? Yeah. Well, all right. Then. Yeah. Well, interesting fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> that one wasn't as good. But anyway, welcome. Is it true? Uh, no. Oh, no, unfortunately. <laughs> no relation to Renee Zellweger. Now, Reith with Reith Witherspoon. Oh my yeah. gosh. <laughs> All right, what are we what are we talking about today? We got Power Hour number one seventeen, I believe. Wow, encroaching on three years of Power Hour. Wow, crazy! That's person. awesome. First, it was drinks with Drake, then talks with Trev, then Power Hour. Here we are. Is this one seventeen of just Power Hour? Yep. Not counting drinks with Drake. Nope. That, that had what fifty or something? Yeah, it had a, good uh, a bunch. Yeah, so awesome. We're we're moving right along. Thanks for any every, anyone and everyone who's joining us today. We're going to talk about the Gen Two Cruise, which we are well into our development cycle. Two, it's really ramped up last six months, I'd say. Uh, we have two in house, and up here today we got good old Steve, the owner of a Gen Two Cruise, the owner of our beautiful orange Gen Two hatchback. It is very orange. Yes, it is very orange, but it looks good. <laughs> Much orange. Love it. And then we got Alex, who is our main man on R&D for this platform. We'll talk about some new parts that are coming, new parts that are released, you know, all that. Myself, Tyler, I drive some things sometimes. And uh, Timbo over here, who's our 1-4 tuner. So we got a good crew. We should be able to scoot us right along for this next hour. Uh, I think I'll start with the LE2 in the Gen 2 cruise is interesting because we're coming from the LUV LUJ, which works well as we found out. Um, but in terms of tuning, it kind of sucks. I mean, a little bit, yeah. Compared to what we're used to, uh, you know, you're looking at single-digit timing, even on some of the best setups. Uh, then you kind of get into the LE2, and from what you've seen, good starting point. It's uh yeah it's it's very similar it's still a torque based DCM so uh, it tunes similar um, the engine definitely has some different characteristics as when it comes to timing and fueling I mean it's DI so that completely changes fueling <clears throat> it's you know it's a different head so the time the actual ignition timing is different mm -hmm. but um but yeah it's it's still very similar um, it's it's got its goods and its bads I mean so far it seems like it doesn't make the same power as the older ones. Yeah. Mm -hmm. However, um, this is what we always say when we start modifying a car. Every time. When we like, got our 11 cruise, we, whoops. We got our 11 cruise, we thought the thing sucked. We, uh, yeah. I mean, we drove it, we're like, this thing's a turd. <laughs> yeah, like Steve and I, like 10 years ago, um, were in our LTZ Drag Sonic, uh -huh. you know, before it was a Drag Sonic. <laughs> And we were looking at each other like, man, this car sucks. This car is slow. It, it might be fun if it made 250 wheel. And now, like, like we've we've got, like, five, like, here that like make 250 wheel or more. Yeah. That was like, like a let's just joke about this and dream yes. about 250 wheel as we're trying to play catch up in Chicago following all these cobalts. Yeah. We're just in the dust, like... Just trying to keep up, and I'm like, dude, Florida. He's like, it's Ben Florida. Like, <laughs> yeah. For like a minute. Yeah. Like, like it, it was, it was quote unquote impossible for to make that car fast. Uh -huh. um, just like at, it feels like that now, but like we're, we're all experienced enough to to know to not say, yeah, it's yeah. impossible for this Gen Two Cruise yeah. to be fast. We, honestly, I mean, really tried yet. I mean, it's not not really. A couple bolt-ons. The gray car is going to be doing uh, some fun stuff here. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to uh, start getting some closer to production parts on it, some more testing. Uh, I guess to kind of give you uh, an idea of what these make, what did the the gray car make on the dyno? I can't I can't remember. Like 130, 140. I can't remember either. It was a little bit more than a yeah. than the stock Yeti. So I think stock Yeti, our white Gen 1, made about 120, 121. Okay. I think this made about 130 or 131. Yeah, like I, I, I kind of remember that too. Like the Gen 2 out of the box makes more power. Smidgen faster, mm -hmm. yeah. And you can feel it in car, I would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah I would say so. It a little bit quicker. It's definitely more refined. I mean, it's it's a so really smooth engine. Yeah, yeah, super smooth. Sure, yeah. They're quiet. I mean, they're not. It's a great highway cruiser. 
Oh, it gets yeah. yeah, it gets amazing gas mileage. I mean, you know, Steve and I both are pretty obsessed with gas mileage. <laughs> um, I mean, Steve, what what are you getting with yours on the eighty five last weekend? I got uh, almost thirty last weekend on a two hundred mile round trip on straight ethanol, like straight out of the pump. I think it tested E eighty three or two eighty two or eighty three. Not bad. And yeah, I mean, I wasn't trying either. I wasn't like drafting behind cars or you know, I had like cruise set at eighty, air yeah. conditioning blasting. Yeah, yep. I was. I, I got to my took, destination. It was like twenty nine nine. All right, cool. <laughs> I took your car to uh, Detroit and back, and averaged thirty nine miles a gallon. Ninety three. That's that's pretty, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, but we definitely need to work on that that power. It's, we do. It's, it's lacking. It's lacking. It's lacking yeah. for sure. We have been semi. Uh, I don't know. I'd say so. Steve's car right now. It's got an intake, downpipe, midpipe, cap back, yeah. ethanol. It, it it's got a lot more pep than stock, for sure. Especially it, the yeah, torque it definitely is woke it substantially up. It's got better. A, a substantial really puts it back in your seat. Yeah, yeah. Low right. in mid range. Is Steve's car still a stock intercooler? Yes. Yes. Yep. Correct. Okay. Yeah. yeah good. That, I was going to say that scan today definitely looks like a stock <laughs> intercooler. Man, GM like the GM has just been loving the sandwich intercoolers the last like yeah. What I think it started with the eleven Regal. Yep. The 11 Regal was the first car that we saw with like the sandwich style intercooler. Basically, they're just stacking up all the heat exchangers. And, um, and I think they put the AC condenser in front mm -hmm. for obvious reasons because people are going to complain about not having the coldest AC yeah. a lot quicker than my car doesn't quite feel as fast after mm -hmm. I've been floored for 10 seconds. So, um, so, yeah, so of course, we're moving the intercooler up front, you know. And uh, doing what we do to every other car, and it's going to gain huge. And yeah, you know, that's yeah, that, what Alex is here for. Yeah, that's the the, the ne our next big test on the sedan. So the sedan, we've gone two routes. We've got the hatch and the sedan. The sedan, uh, we're going the big turbo route right now, and the the hatch, we're going all stock turbo bolt-on parts, mm -hmm. and we're focusing on that. And then we will eventually put put a turbo on that, but. The sedan uh, last week just did the big core on it and flex fuel, so we need to take that thing back to the dyno and see see where yep. it's at. See where it picks up, because with just a PCM flash, you picked up 30 wheel? Yeah. Something like that, which, you know, it's a 20% improvement over yeah. stock. That's that's a big difference. Doesn't sound like a lot, but when, you, uh, but when you're not hitting 200, yeah. you know, it's... And the, the stock tune is kind of broken. <clears throat> Okay. So, like, we actually, like, I, I fixed some broken stuff in it. Nice. Like, you know, uh, yeah, I, don't, I don't think I'm really busting on any secrets, but <laughs> when you first punch it in the mid-range, like, it's negative timing from the factory. Okay. So, I mean, just simply fixing that, like, gets rid of a huge dead spot in the mid-range. The mm -hmm. torque in the mid-range, that's hands down my favorite thing about the yeah. base tuning we've done thus far. For it, sure. it feels, much, you know, you're changing lane. You give it 60, 70 percent throttle, yeah. and it feels much faster than uh, in stock form. For sure. Uh, it the I, I mean, with any of those small turbo cars, I took apart one of those stock turbos, and I was shocked at how small it, it is. Was. Yeah. Comically small. It's it comically small. Is, <laughs> I mean, the the Gen One ones were small, but this is even smaller. So. I can only fathom what something, you know, we'll, we'll probably go down a similar route of, uh, you know, some larger wheels in a similar size housing. We're going to get some back pressure data, work on that. Uh, and then down the road, we'll have a actual big, quote unquote, Z04-ish. Yeah, Z04 style yeah. for the Gen 2. Less small. Less, <laughs> less small. Less small, yeah. <laughs> yeah, when your uh, big turbo is the size of a K04, you're, you know you're not working with much displacement. Yeah. But... Uh, transmission is nice. The huge trans cooler. Well, huge. really? I mean, big trans cooler for for, for that it's size. It's the width of the heat exchanger on the front. Uh, I forget how many inches tall it is, but I was like, is that really a tranny cooler on this thing? Wow, it's the bigger than the intercooler. <laughs> Sorry, bigger than the stock intercooler. Uh, it's the same width across. <laughs> Certainly not ah. deep, but yeah, I was kind of surprised by that. Hmm. Okay. And but the shift time. Rocking? I don't know. Is nobody in here, Mike? We don't have any chat. You don't get the chat? I mean, no, the chat's there, but nobody's in here. Oh. oh we definitely have a little of that. All right. Well, well what's up, right. guys? <laughs> well, hey, everybody. <laughs> we won't we'll get, get to your that. questions shortly. Yeah, I know. I was looking at that. I'm like, really? That little people <laughs> want to talk about Gen 2 Cruises? But anyway, we got, we got some normal people in here. We got Arcane. We got 
Uh, Cantinelli is always Connor Murphy. He's always up in here. Uh, but a, as you guys alluded to, uh, which one is it? One, uh, over, one over. Green. Green. I don't drive apples very often. There we go. There we go. Yep. There we go. There we go. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Yep. There, hey, Mr. Trevor Blagg is in the chat. What's up, Trev? Um, as you guys alluded to, though, we got E85 and Flex Fuel working. Yes, we on have. The Gen 2, which that was is a bit awesome. of a hurdle right there. It, it was. Uh, and, you know, we've got, what, harnesses in production? and. Yeah, yeah, we've got a, a bit of a strange issue on Steve's right now, uh, so we just want to iron that out. But brackets are done, lines are done, the kit is uh, very close to being ready. We just want to iron something out before we uh, release it to you guys. We obviously want everything to be plug and play, no mm -hmm. issues. Um, so what's <clears> nice <throat> is all the hardware for the kit is ready to go. We just got to sort out the, the software issue and then uh, and then we're... Yeah, I mean, the, the car's at that fun point to where it's like, oh, you know, the tuning doesn't work. Like tables don't work. Tables are wrong, and yeah. and it's like we're contacting HP tuners, and we're like, hey, uh, check this table out. I think it's wrong. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's at that fun stage of being such a new car. It's and, it is, and it can be such so difficult sometimes working with HP tuners uh, while they do a lot, and obviously that's our main tuning platform. We work on the cars that they don't really care about. Well, you know? how do how do we convince them that we're not an idiot? That's just Tell uh -huh. you that doesn't know how to use HP tuner. Like we actually know what's going on and what doesn't work, and they can't filter that out. I mean, yeah, <laughs> and how many people are working on Gen two cruises? You know, not so many. Like, hey, this not doesn't many. work, and it's like, well, did you check the ground? You know, and it's like, uh -huh. no HP tuner guy. Like we know, <laughs> we know more than the guy up the street. Arcane Shadows Gen two cruise slow, reliable car. There you go, right off the bat. No, I I have been extremely impressed with the interior. It yeah, is, it is quite a leap up from the previous year. It is sure. such a nice place to be. Yeah. You know, and you've got the sweet radio yeah. and the nice driver information center. Yeah. That the, was the, the deal when I got mine. Mode. I was make sure I get a premiere and uh -huh. all the you know the leather and the nice radio and all that stuff. It's even got rear butt heaters in that. It thing. does. It's got rear butt heaters. It's got yeah. the cooler gauge cluster, yeah. like all the all the, the bigger display things. between the gauges. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. The sedan is uh, it's very base model. <laughs> it is, but it's got it's got good heart. The sedan, you know, we <laughs> we believe in the sedan. <laughs> so with that flex fuel kit, uh, you said you had eighty two, eighty three percent ethanol in it. Yeah. Stock fuel system is looking good Still so good. far. Yep. All right. Yeah. Cool. Uh, from what we've heard and seen, the stock injectors should be able to take us pretty far which is really nice because upgrading dr units yeah is different it's uh, pretty hit or miss injection units. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it, especially like when you have an atsv that they almost come from the factory with the fuel system max uh -huh. there are atsvs that i have that i cannot turn up very much from stock because they run out of fuel pressure already so it's nice having a car you know we've, we've got a big turbo cruise and like we're not running out of fuel pressure. That yeah. is nice. Uh huh. Yeah, you it's know, not like an LSJ loose. that came from the factory under injectored, and you just slap some, you know, two hundred dollar injectors in. Yeah, they're quite a bit different. And the just the way they look, the way I mean, the engine as a whole is GM's new. Uh, what do they call it? The SGE. SGE small gas yeah. engine, and so it's the same uh, <clears throat> basic footprint across the one four one four one five and then the two liter as well uh but you know injectors are up the top. three cylinders even the same i think it's just missing ah one. the one two and one three a lot the like the, uh, like the atlas engines where with the uh the four five and six cylinders where they're literally just missing a hole yep interesting <laughs> Ooh, don't get me started on five cylinder colorados we'll be here all day <laughs> just yeah. going back to the transfer sec the the disappointing thing out of the box is the upshift, the Gen 1, the, the on the autos, you know, you hit that button, the shift changes uh -huh. immediately. Yeah, that does not happen in the Gen 2. No. And if you floor it a certain amount and you want to try and load it in a gear, mm -hmm. yeah, you can't do that. It, no. always, that, it will always kick down. Yeah, yeah was, the manual mode is like cruising it only. It's, I was playing with that last night on my way home. Like, what is, what's the point in this? Like, the button doesn't work unless you move the shifter into manual. Uh -huh. When you drop it to manual, it automatically dumps like three gears anyways. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it I doesn't was, do what you want it to. I was out getting scans, and uh, I needed third gear, 
And the first couple times, put it in third, it worked. Then every other time, you put it in third at 2,500, push it, and it kicked down to second. And yeah. then run through third after that. But then it hits the limiter in third. So what's and the point? And it won't up change. <laughs> no. <laughs> you're like, it's just holding at 7K. You're like, what's going on with this thing? I don't know. They probably didn't intend many people to use it, but it would be cool if you could do some paddle shifters. That yeah. would be sweet. Like, I, I don't... The wheel isn't anything that I recognize. Like, the first-gen Sonics was a fifth-gen Camaro wheel, yeah. so you could swap it out for something with paddle shifters. But I don't think I've seen that wheel in anything else. It's I feel not like the same I've seen a, a paddle shifter swap on one of the groups, but oh, okay. I need to look into that again. I kind of forgot about it. But if the ECM still says no, it right. doesn't matter, yeah. then what's yeah. the point? Uh, I mean, the ECM has uh, definitely adjustable tables for the tap up, tap down. So, I mean, I I should be able to just, like, change those tables and it should work. Mm. It's just, like, one of those things to where it's like, I, I don't drive one yeah. every day. Yeah. yeah. So, it's like, you know, how much time do I have to drive around and <coughs> just play around with, you know, tap up, tap right. down stuff? Mm -hmm. well, Plus, I mean, how many, you know, flashes, like, I don't, I don't like flashing the ECM, like, a ten times, times a day. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> so, uh, but we'll we'll, we'll have figure to get that together out. and figure out what what needs adjusted to dial that in. And I mean, I can dial that in too and mm. try to see if we can crisp up the shifts a little bit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, silly little been, button. We've been running into rev limiter stuff too. Yeah, and th that's just part of that. You know, contact HP tuners and be like, yeah. hey, we're we're missing something here. Just like the flex fuel. You know, you you read the file and it's like flex fuel enabled sensor. And you're no, like, what? <laughs> this car doesn't have a sensor, so why is the why is the default <laughs> option sensor? And then we contact them, and it, it was wrong. So yeah. I mean, that was just an easy fix. You know, they send you a beta, and it, now all of a sudden you can fix it. There we go. And uh, you're you're good to go. Uh, Chunky or Mango, we are talking about the 1.4 DI engine in the second gen cruise. The turbo diesel would be neat, but we don't do diesel stuff, so. Yeah, uh, the, the, the like the seventeen and newer. Yeah, yep. Cruise, which specified. I think sixteen. I think there's an early and a late model sixteen. So mm -hmm. there's like a late model sixteen with the DI engine, and then the, you know, the obviously the, yeah. So yeah, what did they call it? Both. The cruise, classic, something like that. Probably, was the yeah, second know. gen body, but the first gen engine. Oh really? Yeah, it's oh. we call it on the website. We call it a sixteen point five. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know why, but it was a specific model that retained the old engine, but it was a, the new body. So, who knows? Um, there are some neat things on the cruise after spending a decent amount of time uh, underneath one this year. Like, the brake lines have got disconnects at the, the front and the rear of the chassis. So, if you need to ever replace that section, you just undo them and really? pull them out. The batteries in the trunk. Yep. The, uh, I don't know. It's it's a definitely a more refined vehicle. You look at the strut towers. They got several sections of it are cut out, and you can just see the wheel fender liners on the inside exposed. Mm -hmm. It's and I I love the front end. I think, yeah. I think the headlights yeah. are really smart on it, and especially with the RS package. It yeah. looks really good. It really does. The the sedan rear. Eh, it look, it's it's a little pedestrian. Too high. But, you yeah. know it's. Yeah, regular traffic. Yeah, regular traffic. <laughs> regular traffic. Uh, and no cutout for an exhaust hit, which is also the most frustrating thing. I don't understand why. Still, in like 2017, the bottom part of that bumper is the same as the hatch. Like, why Yeah, why not? And it looks really good on the hatch. The yeah. cutout is oh, yeah. funny. Very good. Uh, and, and especially because all the other manufacturers are going to, you know, fake exhaust tips in the bumper. Why didn't you just do that? Yeah. yeah. Made it look a little bit better. Uh, a big brain, not quite sure what you said in the comment, but uh, if you have a second gen and have some experience with it, you know, spout it off. Let us know what you've worked on. Uh, the kind of the big thing with the engine that we're curious on, and we will eventually find the limit, is what can those stock internals handle? Yeah, uh, it's an all aluminum, aluminum block, aluminum head. Uh, so you know, we're used to the the old one four, which iron block. I mean, we've had the drag sonic up to 600 wheel on the stock block, stock liners, just four drives and pistons. So it'll be very interesting to see, you know, where we can get to this. Is it going to be like the LTG that has some reliability issues? Uh, we've heard some things about pistons on earlier models. 
Uh, we have a fix for that coming, obviously. But that'll be the big question, because, yeah, if you can get this thing to 250 wheel, it'll be a ton of fun. I don't think that's going to be much of a stretch at all. No. I mean, the way it's going right now, I think that's easy. It's just a matter of time, you know, let us play with the car a little bit longer. We've only, you know, had mine for a few months, and Alex has already got intercooler exhaust intake yep yeah flex fuel some other you know and we got coilovers now and i mean like, yep. it's moving right along for the last six months i mean it's probably the quickest we've dove into a platform in a long time oh it's it's fastest it's i've seen in five years good. yeah uh so yeah currently available we have coilovers for the second gen we have our exhaust. the coilovers also noteworthy have adjustable camber plates in the front ah, i don't yes. think any of the other ones do they do which is very handy. Yes, for sure. Uh, but we got those. We've got our catback. We've got our mid-pipe. Intake is almost ready. Uh, we're waiting on our silicone to be done for those, mm -hmm. and then that'll be good to go. Uh, tuning, we already have on the website. We've got intercooler in the process right now. Downpipe. Yeah. Downpipe, mid-pipe. Yeah, so. Flex fuel. I don't know. It's, it's coming along pretty quick. Some other yeah. stuff. <laughs> Yeah, some other stuff. So we on the sedan, uh, I kind of morphed. I stole a Z04 from a from a Gen One 1.4 and uh -huh. morphed it onto the the Gen Two. Uh, as some as you guys may know, it's a header fold <coughs> on the Gen Two compared to a mm -hmm. traditional style port on the, the Gen One. Um, yeah, we're wondering we're wondering where that's going to go. We're get, Tim's going to strap it down on the dyno next week, and we're going to. Uh, turn this thing up with the flex fuel and the big core, um, the cooler, cooler, yeah. which uh, which we're really excited about. But with that tiny turbo, and it just the higher RPMs, it, it it does seem to taper off quite a bit, even with the big turbo on there. So I, I, with that's going to be the big thing. Do we need to get cams for this thing? Like, what's it flowing up top there? We just don't know that. Yet. Yeah, we 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 don't know. Uh, and for anyone listening, if you didn't know. An odd fact is the LE2 uses a reverse rotation turbo, which the only ones I knew about came in the SRT4. So there, there are, uh, you know, aftermarket options. Garrett has a bunch of reverse yeah. rotation stuff. Uh, but basically, it's just as it sounds. It's going the... Spins backwards. Spins backwards. <laughs> so that's, that's another thing is we don't have any of those on hand. Correct. So... You know, going to a, a regular rotation. What's that changing? Things like that. Uh, but I will say, your your grafted Z04 does look pretty sweet. <laughs> yes, it's it kind of cool. <laughs> I'm hoping the sedan is going to be the sleeper someday. Uh -huh. I'm hoping it's you know it's stock wheels, stock very put, stock. Put some drag car. radials on it. Yeah, I just I want it to be that fun. Hey, you get in the keys and it just freaking rips. That's that's the plan for that thing. Um, I looked it up and. Mm -hmm. Stock, they run a 16.4 second quarter mile, which is faster than the first gen. Uh, but that's going to have to come down. <laughs> <laughs> like to shave about four seconds off. <laughs> is anyone running these down the strip? There is one guy I know of because Jeff McGovern, he tunes in every once in a while. He has a first gen cruise. Uh, he recently went out and he's got a Z04 full ZZP everything awesome supporter of us he has a first gen cruise like i said went to the strip ran like a 12 13 it was bad but his yeah. 60 foot was like i don't know he was like a a five second zero to 60 like, <laughs> he needs to work on like uh, not zero to 60 but like zero so, to 60 feet yeah um so i sent him a thing like hey do this do this prep this do all this and and like get your launch down yeah but it was he ran uh mid or higher 13s which yeah from what he knew was the chevy cruise quarter mile record which cool great for him and then somebody hopped in his comment and we're like hey here's another guy doing the thing and he's <clears> like oh but wait <laughs> it was a second gen so there is there ah, is a second okay. gen guy on youtube that's ran like a 13.5 okay nice so I what mods that dude's got i mean there. yeah so maybe i need to go hit a test and tune up here maybe shortly. we need to find out <laughs> we, we do have those it. cruise cruise wheels with the drag radials on them i don't know if we need them <laughs> <laughs> no those those bfgs i got on there actually do pretty good you can like if you try you can blow them off pretty easily okay. but like even straight on a prep track. Yeah. Um, drag radials, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, a, a three-second improvement, and uh, it, it, it may be 
big brain in the chat here, uh, but I believe that guy was running a Turbo Bay Turbo. Uh, you know, there there's a couple other smaller competitors messing with the the second gen crews, but uh, as we always do, you know, we're building our catalog. You'll be able to get everything from us, and I'm in, I'm impressed. I think the exhaust that you developed, Alex, sounds great. It's super mellow. Yes, like, it's it's not obnoxiously loud. Um, it's got a nice deep tone to it, but you cannot hear it on the highway. No, not like, at all. Unless, totally you go to pass somebody, yeah. you can hear it, but like cruising on the highway at 70, 80 miles an hour, you can't even tell it's got an exhaust on it, which I, is, maybe I'm just getting old, but that's kind <laughs> no, of nice. what you want. You want to be noisy when you want to be noisy. And I mean, when you stand on it, it definitely wakes up and makes a makes a big racket. But uh, I'll tell you one thing, nice. though. The intake... For that tiny turbo, uh, yeah. oh man, she she makes some noise. Yeah, she does. Sure. <laughs> I like induction noises. I see. If I were to spec my second gen cruise, I would go without the resonator on the exhaust. I, I just wanted it to be a little bit, just a little bit louder. But also lately, I've been driving my LNF with a full straight pipe. So. <laughs> okay. You're a loud see, boy now, <laughs> man. I think I'm I'm with Steve. Like I love silent. Like I, I, when I drive my you know spec base model like i love driving that thing because it's the quietest car in my entire fleet like it's the quietest car i have and it is amazing i get in that yeah. thing i start it and i can't tell if it's running i love it oh it, it is uh big brain in the chat here 1373 nice. uh second gen 1960 foot see if mcgovern had a 19560 foot he would be faster yeah he had like a 25 it was terrible <laughs> and i'm like what are you doing like what, what are you doing like get him in here where is he what's let's, uh let's it takes him. one time of somebody like slapping your hand and saying stop spinning the tires and uh -huh. push the gas pedal slower and like once you finally make that connection that launching like a sissy works better than just blowing the damn I mean, tires off drag racing is a lot of pressure everybody you know you're, you're sitting there you got these hairs on fire and they don't know what to do and they blow the tires off uh -huh. yeah like, like just just chill It'll or they fine. don't power brake or you power brake too much i mean these newer cars if you power brake too much then the ecm gets mad and uh -huh. then it, yeah. like it's mad at you and punishes you for a little bit like <laughs> It takes a lot of like just practice launching on the street to see like how much spin the ECM will let you have. Yeah. I'm um, really glad you just said power brake because that is the coolest difference between yeah. the Gen yeah. 1 and the Gen 2. The Gen 1, you know, a blue Sonic, which we've spoken about a lot before, which Al drives, man, getting that thing to sport, you know, to really get on the line. It's a nightmare, but the Gen 2, you yeah, can, as hard as you want to push it, that thing will let you power break the crap out of it. I was shocked. Yeah, that'll that'll be really nice. <clears throat> uh, I'm curious, Big Brain, what your wheel tire setup, if, if you're on radials or if you're on just a street tire, um, you know, obviously you've got Turbo Bay Turbo, E85, all that. Uh, that's awesome. We, we love to see people racing these cars, and it also gives us a, uh, a benchmark. You know, yeah. a, yep. for a first yep. step. <laughs> so, I didn't realize anybody was drag racing these. I probably should have went and got a baseline. Yeah, we can always, cold, but we can always flash it, you know, back to stock and see what it does then, tuned, yeah. etc. Uh, <clears> but yeah, the heat lately. <laughs> it's, it's, this better, better stop. My lawn is dying. It's bad. It is awful. What we got here. <laughs> Mid nineties. Oh, it's come down. It's only ninety now. Oh, nope, ninety-one. Oh, okay, okay. yeah. Right. So like in in the the little bit of sprinkles we got like yesterday is yeah. not enough to no. like yeah. make our we'll yards happy. This is terrible. Oh, thirteen nice. seven was on ninety three. Even better. So Very bit, cool. Some more in there. That's I want, awesome. I want the price to come down at the Gen twos. Yeah, bit. we need the. It's it's not quite the. It's a little new for our market. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, How much? Yeah. How much was yours, Steve? Sixteen, I think. Sixteen, and it had how many miles? 60 just over 60k okay or it's like a full every option you can get premier yeah. like it is the most expensive on paper uh -huh. option one you could find a like a like our gray sedan you could find one of those for like 10 now yeah, that's yeah okay. they're getting well, they're getting way cheaper mine's not a, quite four mine's digits. a bad example because it was the fanciest one it's, i could yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what you wanted it was a premium exactly. like yeah premiums are hard to find by themselves right. so. except why'd they make the premium only auto, auto? yeah ah uh, that yeah i wanted a stick so bad i couldn't find a white stick shift hatch that i it just that fit the bill and then i'm like you know if i'm not gonna get 
exactly what I want, then I'm getting all of the creature comforts. Yeah, all the options. Like, Bose heated steering wheel. Like, this is kind of nice, actually. The heated steering wheel is underrated. That is so nice nice in the winter. Do you know production numbers, Tyler? No, I I had planned They made seven of them. Seven of them. Yeah, (laughs) right. I planned on looking it up before this, but got sidetracked. I have noticed, and, and we talked about this, driving around now, I... There are a lot of them. Yeah, like they're they're pretty a plenty. So seems to be with any new car that you get. Like I've never seen one of these before. Yeah, and then you buy maybe. it, and it's like every stoplight, and you're like, come on. <laughs> I definitely notice a lot more of them now. Yeah, ECM gets upset. Power breaking over three thousand. Yeah, that's the the torque based PCMs are certainly a different learning curve and figuring out how to get and overcome those obstacles. Um, all seasons at 14 PS. 14? Nice. Wow. Those boys didn't come off the beat. <laughs> Full commit. Yeah. Get some wrinkle out of them. Good yeah. riches there. It's only stupid if it doesn't work. <laughs> He's doing something right. Yep. Fastest second gen cruise thus far. Um, so, what have we covered? We've covered parts we have, what we're looking forward to. Obviously, we need to get out there and do some drag racing we do, with it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Right. Anything people would like to see, reach out to either myself or Tyler or even our, you know, just our customer service yeah. box. Let us know what you're curious to see us work on. Mm-hmm. Um, shortfalls with the platform, with the car, things that annoy you about the car. Uh, we're all open ears for stuff like that. If you got something that breaks all the time or rattles or whatever, you know, like, yeah. we're mm-hmm. into finding solutions for sure. Yeah, we gotta we gotta find a fix for your seat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hopefully they don't all little, get like that. I don't think they all do. The passenger <laughs> one's fine. I think the uh, previous owner of my car was a little bigger than I am. And a little, <laughs> little rough uh, when sitting down. There's uh, like the door seal behind you, like when you get into the cars, got like it's worn through, like he leaned on it getting uh, in. Yeah. I think he must have been a bigger guy. Yeah. Which, you I mean, the seat definitely feels a little blown out. but It is a comfy <clears throat> seat, though. It is comfortable. Compared to the first-gen cruise seats. Yeah, for it's, sure. It's a... Man, the Yeti... That has possibly the worst seats I've ever. <laughs> it's been leather, in. isn't it? Well, it's leather, it but the bottom is made of concrete. My my wife's first John Cruise. I absolutely hated driving that car because the the seat was rock hard. And yeah, it was, it was the black leather, and like no matter how much you soften the leather up, it still felt like you were yeah, just sitting uh, on a piece of just wood. like this. It's, yeah, with it's horrible. leather on it. Yeah, <clears throat> but the, the RS like Sonic. Cloth seats. Those are fantastic. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what they hecked up there, but they didn't do it right. Even the cloth first gen cruise seats are they're more comfortable. Uh, I had yeah. The silver one for a hot minute, and that thing was like pretty comfortable to drive. Is your <clears throat> first gen cruise? Is that the one that Matt? Yes. No. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so just so, another one four was easy. <laughs> Rachel owned it. Then you guys sold it to Kyle and his girlfriend, and then they sold it to Matt. Yep. <laughs> Is it third generation within ZZP? That car's been passed around a few times. It kind of happens. It's surprisingly here. clean underneath. I yeah. was kind of shocked at how clean it was. That, I mean, that was like my ion. I sold it to Bo, and then he sold it to Ryan, and it was before Ryan even worked here. Been through three hands, and my Sonic. I sold that to Curtis. We share cars a lot. Yeah, well, you know, when when you have four cars and you sell one a year, and <laughs> it yeah. happens. I bought the Trailblazer SS from Tim. <laughs> yep. Well, I mean, did generally, you yeah. I didn't know Tim that. bought it. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I need that thing. And he's <laughs> yeah. like, let me let me drive it for a minute. And he's I like, drove right, it, I drove it for the weekend. <laughs> yeah. It was that. Huh? Yeah, like Steve. It was pretty much already sold to Steve. Like I bought it, and Steve's like, I want that, and I'm like, let me drive it through the weekend. He was like, okay, you can have it through the weekend. And well, I was like, all right, yeah, and I still have it. it. That was like seven or eight years ago. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> it needs to go. <laughs> so if anyone's looking for a Trailblazer anybody SS, anybody looking yeah. for a cammed Trailblazer SS with Man, a broken transmission? If anybody's looking for anything, like I mean, yeah. Tyler's probably got a car or two for sale. Steve's got a truck or two for sale. Yeah, Tim's always got something. I've for always sale. got cars for sale. Like, yeah, we we always have some vehicles. I'm always like, the, I'm the best one to buy a car from though, because I like I'll do the whole thing and then be like, all right, done. that was fun. Done. Here we go. Yeah, what now? Somebody buy Start this. over. I, I get too attached to cars, hence my LNF not being gone thus far, but you know, that's what happens. Trailblazer that the, that, that I've had for seven one? years. Yeah. 
And that's wrapped? Yeah. Okay. It's it's dumb, but I like it. <laughs> and I now I have to leave it in that thing all the time, spinning the tires. To be fair, Tyler, you're dumb and we like you. Yeah, well, it, it works. Hey. Uh, it has a C now, so it's it's pretty much it's a great call. It's a daily. I can't wait till my LNF is running. My LNF needs to run. It's close. Just needs another piston. Yeah, yeah, it just is, needs a piston. Is yours black or is it that dark blue? Dark blue. Yeah, okay. it's Imperial blue. <clears throat> Yep, just waiting for Bo, our install bay manager, to be like, all right, pull it in. I t he was like, you might be able to bring it in on Monday. And then all of a sudden, like, midweek, he was like, yeah, sorry, can't put it in on Monday. <laughs> I'm like, ah! <laughs> You're going to drive that thing twice and immediately sell the base model. Probably. It's an LNF. <laughs> like, my first sedan that I had for, like, a minute, like, I well, loved that car. That I yeah. love that car. I just had the Kappa, and I'm like, I don't need a Kappa and this. And then... You know, got rid of the Kappa, and then it's like, oh, And then well. bought another Kappa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the first Kappa was bad. The 2007s, don't buy those. This car sucks. I'm going to get rid of it. Ooh, another one. <laughs> Piece of candy. Yeah, the, the 2007s, you want to avoid the 2007 Kappa at all costs. Avoid it at all costs. Yeah. Get a 2008 and newer. Those are way better. They're fully tunable. And, uh, yeah, and they're stupid fast. Like, that car was stupid fast. Yes. I just broke it too much because I made it too racy. Yeah, so, that happens. You know, that happens. But the, the Cobalt sedan, that should be a pretty neat car. That'll be fun. I like the sedan. That, I always wanted one of those, like, I don't know. It just never happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I think, that or an HHR. I think you're going to keep the base model. You kind of love that thing. I do love it, but... And it fits I, the slow car on track, but major font. Yeah, until yeah. you're running slow car times and you're like, man, like... <laughs> but consequence free, it doesn't blow up either. It does not break. It, well, it spins out, but it doesn't break. <laughs> it might not spin out anymore. I that might be operator error. <laughs> yeah, let's um, hope this weekend is... Uh, like you've got grid life this weekend, don't you? Yeah. He does, yeah. yeah I, I do not. Tomorrow, yeah. Sweet. Um, yeah, I, I basically learned that a drum brake car definitely has a different proportioning valve than a rotor car. So as soon as you put rotors and calipers on it, like it just completely it doesn't like it. screws it up. So we put this brake proportioning valve on it, and I'm like, holy crap, this thing drives so much better. So I'm hoping to get close to Tyler's time, or maybe past Tyler, maybe. Yeah, you got a couple and then we'll go for there. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Uh, and then probably get the sedan running and probably run that because that'll run like 10 seconds, 10 seconds faster. faster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. It's, it's tough. All right. Noah? Right. Santa? Woodpecker? Santa. Who's out there? Uh, one thing I'm genuinely <clears throat> curious about is how the second gen cruise handles like in an autocross or a road course. Because we know how well the first gen Sonic is. And it's a different platform. It's Delta. Is the second gen still Delta Two? Don't ask me these questions. <laughs> <laughs> I actually just looked it up yesterday because I couldn't remember. I don't believe that it is. I don't think it is either. I don't know. We'll find. Yeah, out. I, don't, I doubt it. I'm. But, it's. I'm pretty sure it's a whole new platform, but I don't remember exactly mm -hmm. what it's called. I, I can't get them all. I will say the the like the first and <clears throat> second gen Sonics handle like absolutely amazing. Like that is that is a very good handling car. Yeah. Um, I, I would say three wheeling ours around the Dixie Loop when we first got our big sway bars and coilovers and stuff back in the uh -huh. day. <laughs> scary. Yeah, I, the the Sonic and uh, and Cruise probably handle better than a Cobalt. Like I think they're better than a Cobalt, but you know they don't quite make the same power as yeah. the Cobalt. So yeah. that's you give up some to get some. Yeah, and the, the you know one kind of downfall of the first gen Sonics is they don't have any top camber adjustment it's only yeah. at the knuckle so you know if you're trying to fit a wide wheel like tim does you have to either do some grinding do some cutting uh because you can only move the wheel inward in terms of the strut but if you have top camber plates you can move the strut and then keep your wheel in the same place yeah so i i you know like alex said i'm waiting for him to go down in price because i really think a second gen cruise if i could find a manual would, uh, it's going to be the call. Would be the call. That manual that I test drove, I will say, the clutch was annoying. That's what I, I keep, saw. I reviews. see other people 
say that when they review the cars and I drove that one and it, it is completely dead like video game clutch feeling oh. like there's just there's no character to it at all it's I is it not. worse than the first gen because the yes. first gen stock clutch is bad no, too. it's bad worse than the first yes gen. like I drove that that one me and Kyle drove and then found out it was all smashed and bondo yeah. and stuff when I got there and got out of the car that was annoying anyways <laughs> I drove it anyways and it was like eh, maybe I don't need a manual like it's not good but the auto after like the auto trans tuning that you did when I first got my car, like it crisped up the shifts enough to it's totally fine. Like, oh yeah. I don't I don't miss having a clutch pedal. I got other stuff with a clutch, so and, and for a daily car, <clears throat> yeah. It's really I'm hard kinda to glad I auto. went the auto route now. Like I really, really was hell bent on getting a stick and uh -huh. now that I have the auto I'm like it shifts nice and crispy and like anybody can hop in it and drive it and you don't have to I mean you just hop on the highway and set the cruise and go. Yep. I'm glad I went the way I did for sure. Uh D two XS XX and D2UX replace Delta 2. Okay. Fair the more enough. you know. There we go. Uh, now we know. Kent the Autotrans in the second gen cruise is basically just a variant of the one in the first gen Sonic and Cruise. So there's the 6035, 6040, and 60. No. 60, 30, as far as we've seen, in, I mean, our, our blue car has been on the Z04 for... 20,000 miles. Yeah, yeah 25,000 miles. kicked out of it, and it's fine. A bunch of drag racing passes, a ton of dynos, you know, totally fine. Um, so, I, you know, as far as what most people are going to do, I don't see any issues I, with it. I don't think I've seen any of them break, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, Randy, we know Sonics are Gamma 2s. Duh. Cruises. We're talking cruises, brother. <laughs> the only uh, thing nobody likes green changes. cars, anyways, Randy. Shh. <laughs> we do need to get a stick to see how much this auto trans is sucking. Yeah, I would because definitely. Because I know the Gen that, One yeah. is really. I mean, we're talking what forty wheel something like yeah. that. It's yeah. substantial. So yeah, uh, we need to test that for the Gen Two. So maybe if someone out there has a stick shift Gen Two, come on in. Come one, on in. One of us on the down get one. <laughs> yeah, we need it. Because <laughs> I bet. The clutch issues are probably an accumulator. That's what just I was like yeah, about first to say, yeah. I bet we could find one in an auction that's been lightly wrecked or something and just track car it or whatever. Use it for... Yeah, beating on. Beating on. Figuring out manual. <laughs> you know, hand, hand the keys to stuff. me. Manual trans stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's still the M32, so it's the same transmission. Uh, just obviously... Well, it has to be in, like, yeah, some sort of accumulator or something in the master cylinder or something. It's just... Yeah weird they, they make all Take these all the away. modern clutches <clears throat> in economy cars so anyone can drive one like if anyone yeah. gets in it the ecu definitely intervenes like yeah i took off a stop sign intentionally with no gas and just kind of let go of the clutch faster than you should and the car's like throttled up and just took off <laughs> yeah I was like oh here right. we go atsvs i noticed when i had my v that was the same way like yep, you the, could drive that without gas the Gen 1 cruises and Sonics also are like Get that. up to like third gear without touching the gas pedal, and it just keeps throttle input. It's like, oh, yeah. don't stall, more gas. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yep. Yeah, there are tables in the ECM you can adjust on that stuff if you like it. Like I know with my ATS-V, I, I think there's a weird thing with it because my twin disc engages higher on the pedal than yeah. stock. So what happens is when you, when you go to take off, I'm like one of those people that takes off at idle. Like, I'll take off at, like, 1,000 to 1,200 RPM. Mm -hmm. And what will happen is, as I get the car rolling, the clutch pedal is so far out because it engages a little higher that the ECM will just be like, all right, We're you're there. going enough speed and the clutch is fully engaged, so I'm just going to stop giving you throttle. Mm -hmm. So then it just drops the throttle, and then you get this, like, Bleh! and then you have to, like, hit the gas and go. Yeah, so it's... Taking so, off from a stop in your V is kind of yeah, kind of tough to get used to. Uh but speaking of gas pedals, what in the world <laughs> is up with the kickdown switch? <laughs> the almost floored button? The <laughs> oh my god. So I did this, I did a data log for Tim a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I sent him a data log. He's like, yeah, okay, maybe floor your car next time. I'm like, dude, <laughs> it is I'm not an idiot. Like, I know to floor the car right? you know, when I'm doing this. I yell at customers for this daily. I know better. Right? Yeah. You know, like, I know better. So I go out there and I'm like, it's floored, see? And then you push really hard on the gas pedal and it goes click, clunk, and goes down like another 20%. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? 
Yeah. yeah. And and so I experienced the same thing today. I was yeah, driving Tyler, it. Tyler sends me a scan. I'm like, hey, Tyler, how about flooring the car? <laughs> the pedal stops. It's not like you yeah. have, it's not like you have to whisper at it to get it to go down a little more. Like you gotta really stand on it to get past that switch. And so the next time I'm like, click, click. Oh, yep, there it is. And so I looked it up because I was curious and there GM had to issue a TSB because so many people were going into the dealers like something's wrong with my car. I can't floor clicks. <laughs> I can't floor it all the way. And GM's like, don't worry, it's normal. And their explanation is they they put that detent there at 90% so your car won't downshift, so you get better gas mileage, blah 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 blah. So you can almost floor it control. You can almost floor it. So I mean, they could have the... just given the car 20 more horsepower so you could pass people. Yeah. So there's a, I don't care about gas mileage button, uh, yes. basically. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's a true old style kick down button. I don't know. It's odd. Oh, uh, that's weird. funny because in the tune, I already lower the amount of throttle position to engage power enrichment. So that button is completely worthless now. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely thought I was flooring the car. I mean, like, it, it downshifts and goes, and, I mean, you feel... Uh-huh. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. I kind of wish I had a little more, but, well, it does. <laughs> um, it's just the last 10%. It's, 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 it's chunkier that. mango. Um, this is actually a really, really common thing, and it's pretty much for every car. Very rarely is there a, a platform that HP Tuners reads 100% on pedal position and throttle position. Uh, so every platform is a little different. Like some cars are 84%, some cars are um, like 88%. Yeah, so are 80, 80. I will add yeah, to that, so. if that had a North Star throttle body on it, those brackets are easy to bend. I ah. would maybe uh, key on engine off have somebody yeah. floor it and then go out and see if you can move the uh, the throttle yeah, a little further on the on the throttle body itself and see if you can max it out. I had that on mine. Uh, made, actually, made a couple passes on the drag strip and I was like, "What the hell is going on? Like, we're fifty horse going. I I don't know how, but bent my North Star bracket and I just grabbed a hold of it and gave it a yank and it was fine." Yeah. But. So on this, like, what I do is every every different platform I have, I change the layout in the HP Tuner scanner. So, like, whatever the highest percentage that that car registers in the scan is 100%. Ah. Uh, so yeah. then I so don't have, you're like, visually the, seeing 100 yeah. on, the, on the scanner. So, like, every nice. car has a different number. So, I mean, if you have a drive-by cable car, like, like that 3800, Maybe. you know, assuming it's a Series 2, two and not yeah. a Series 3, um, just like Steve said, floor the gas with the key on. You don't even have to add the engine on. And then floor the gas, go out there, grab the linkage, see if there's any more left in it. If there is, if there is then definitely fix <laughs> that. Um, but most likely it's going to be full throttle, and you know that's the highest that the scanner is going to read. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, every car, none of none of them read like a full 100%, 100 throttle position. I don't know why they did the that. The pedal that. position always <clears throat> is 0 to 100, though. So there's pedal position, and then there's actual throttle position. And yep. every different chassis, every different platform has a slightly different name for actual throttle position. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, make sure to look into that, you know. And, and customers, if you want to lay out specifically for your vehicle, just email me, Tim, at ZZ Performance, and I'll send it to you. Yeah, we got them for everything. I have, I have layouts specific for 3800s, for LSJs, for, you know, LNFs. Yeah, Sonics, yeah. all that. I've actually spent like way too much time, like company time, on like making really pretty layouts. <laughs> so, because I'm, I'm just, I, I don't know. I, I, I look, look at that stuff all day, every yeah. day. So and it makes your job easier, especially yeah, really, when you're right. setting up it's, your table body, yeah, and all that. But so, yeah. seventy seventy two percent sounds low though. Like I don't think I've ever seen one be that low. For it's usually like eighty four. Yeah, 88, you know, and then like I think there's some in the like the low 90s, but I mean it is so rare to actually see one actually read 100. percent Yeah. Being a series two, I would uh, I would have somebody floor it and go in and check. Maybe the floor mats under the gas pedal. Maybe there's still yeah. some room in the linkage. I mean they got that little lead ball on the end. These cars are 25 years old. Maybe it's more stretched. Yeah. Cable stretched yep. or yeah, just grab the cable and you get know, a little pedal tug. bent. I mean there's a kind all kinds of weird stuff that can happen. I actually thought that the floor mat was stuck under your gas pedal the first time <laughs> <laughs> I drove it. Like, what is that? It's so weird. <laughs> 
See, I don't oh, know. So now you're I'm... just out flooring my car, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I, I don't still know about... got 40 miles a gallon. It's, <laughs> right. it's all right. Fair enough. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but like, well, I, I know Alex. <laughs> I know whoa, Alex whoa. is just as bad as I am. But like, when I floor a car, that pedal, it, I'm lucky that the Smash floor doesn't just give out and my foot doesn't just go through the firewall. Tim's like gritting his teeth. Just pretty much. Pushing that thing all the way to the Like getting off the seat. <laughs> my hands are sore because I'm like pushing up. <laughs> I'm grabbing the steering wheel and like, you know, it, I, I smash. That's the where pedals. record gas or I can't even talk. That's where record horsepower numbers come from. Though. Yeah, I mean, I am, I am Put mean. Through the floor. I'm mean in in the correct kind of way. You know, obviously, I know how to maintain my vehicles and well, I don't floor do... it like I do. You leave ten percent on the table <laughs> all the time. Apparently, yeah. on the LTG Malibus and a couple of the other ones. Uh, they put that detent at 75%. Oh, the yeah. cruise is at 90 so it's like almost there. Yeah. But 75 that would really bother me. You'd have yeah. to get through that. But you can swap to a manual pedal, and it gets rid of it. You know why oh. they did that on the cruises? There you go. You've got to be bot. a solid 90% pulling off a stoplight just to get moving. So <laughs> they couldn't have put that at 75%. This is your get-going <laughs> point. Man. Here's You're your passing that button. thing just to get going. They're so bad. And then those cars, like... One thing people don't realize, and this doesn't really apply to the Gen 2 Cruise because the Gen 2 Cruise, all the ECMs read with HP tuners, which is great. Mm -hmm. But like the LTG guys, like you'll have like a, a 17 and newer LTG and you have to pull your TCM out of your car, which generally remove, like you have to remove your fender liner and like you're, you're like elbow deep into your car to pull this darn thing out. But like people don't realize like... Your trans tuning is half of your performance. Oh yeah, for sure, like, or more. Auto trans cars. I think if, if I had yeah. to pick between, because you did the trans tuning on mine, we were doing uh, the cold air intake testing. So we left the ECU completely stock, and you did the trans tuning first. I think there was a bigger, enjoyable gain from the trans tuning than from the engine. I mean, the power is great, obviously, but yeah, who doesn't like more power? But like, as far as like this car is not annoying anymore, the trans tuning was all of it. Well, because all of GM's programming now is gas mileage. Yeah, their whole I mean, algorithm yeah. is gas mileage and comfortable old ladies. So you're 45, or you're 30, and you're in sixth gear already. Yeah. So yeah. if you can let it hold out a little farther. And Maybe don't lock up in the first couple gears. Yeah. Maybe downshift a little easier. Yeah. Definitely. Like, like making a, a little easier. Making like a, a right turn, the thing would stay like locked up in third gear at like one <laughs> oh, mile an hour. Yeah. Like, what the hell is this thing doing? And like, dude. Drop to second, unlock the converter as I turn this corner. Yep. Mm -hmm. yeah. Makes the car just that much more enjoyable. That 30 yeah. to 40 miles an hour and you, you're changing lane or something like that, and you give it a good 50% of throttle before you might get a downshift. Yeah, before yeah. it downshifts. It's been sitting at 1,500, 1,700 RPM. It's got no power. It's like... Uh, at least it's not it, an 8-speed. And if I recall, <laughs> like, I think... What's kind of contrary to what we just said, I think you mentioned you got better gas mileage with my trans tune I did. than the OEM one. Several miles per gallon on the, same, the same exact route, a yeah. similar weather. Yeah. I picked up like three or four. It's, I, I don't know how, but... It's it's interesting. I w like, like I, driving, I would it love... feels more aggressive. Like you would expect to like, mm, I just lost some gas mileage because, you know, it's... Yeah, staying up in the RPMs a little more, but the engine's unloaded. So yeah. maybe that has something to do with it. Yeah. And, and another <clears> thing, like... They're tuning, like GM is tuning these cars for a brand new fresh engine that makes 100% of the power that it is going to ever make in yeah. its life. And then like what happens with these cars is you, is you have this tiny little 1.4 with a tiny little turbo on it. So it is getting worked hard its entire life. Oh yeah. So when this car has like 110,000 miles, it's more comparable to like 150 or 175,000 miles on like... You know what? I'm going to go even a level further. It's probably comparable to a 3,800 car with 200,000 200. miles on it. <laughs> probably. You know, it, it's yeah. worn out. It's worn out. Like, it, it's just worked too hard its whole life. That's why I love the 3,800s because that engine is so over – like, that car is so overpowered that you're cruising down the highway at, like – Half no the effort. throttle percent, yeah. like yeah. Mm -hmm. half the throttle. The throttle's barely cracked. I mean, they make so much yeah. low end torque, and yeah. they just cruise along at five percent throttle or whatever. Yep. Yeah. So with, with live in boost, yeah, always in boost. 
Yeah, like I like I dare you guys, like you know, put a mechanical boost gauge on your car and just cruise down the highway at seventy-five miles an hour and look and tell me, tell us how many pounds of boost you're cruising at. <laughs> like I, I, you know, any grade, and you're six, eight, ten. Yeah. I mean, I had a. I noticed that with our race, our race hatch now when it was our normal hatch back yeah. in the day, like going eighty miles an hour, it's like five or six pounds of boost. You go sixty-five, it's none. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, it's like a 10 mile per gallon difference. It's helpful to downshift <clears throat> yeah. because you can get the engine to load a little bit more and it's using the engine and not just the turbo. Yep. What do you see with a Z04 cruising on the highway? I mean, once you have a modified car, none. Like my Sonic is in vacuum. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it's <clears throat> you, know, you know, probably five inches of vacuum cruising down the highway at 75. But that's because it's, you know, it's got all the things touched. Mm-hmm. You know, it's got our colder intake. It's got our exhaust. Like... That engine flows so well that, like, you can be in vacuum on the highway. Now, if you're going on a slight incline, you're going to be at, like, two, three pounds. Yeah. But um, a stock car, you're going to be at, like, five pounds cruising at 75 on a flat stretch of highway. <laughs> but you do, you know, a downpipe, a downpipe, midpipe, um, colder intake, and a tune, and, like, boom, you're, you're already, you should be at, like, zero to maybe some inches of vacuum on the highway. Um, I would imagine a colder intake and downpipe midpipe is probably a couple miles per gallon on a stock Gen 1. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, uh, so. the, the stock turbo is also terrible. I would imagine a V3 probably gains a few gas or a yeah. few miles per gallon. Yeah, just, just because. Efficiency at, yeah. at that low speed. It's not like screaming the, the back all the pressure. Time. It probably has half the back pressure at 75 on the highway as the stock turbo. Oh, yeah, 100%. Mango throw parts at it. It's fine. Yep, do a compression test if you really want. Yeah, I had a two hundred and sixty thousand mile. <laughs> it's been um, waiting. <laughs> I had a two hundred and sixty thousand mile GTP, and Zoom and I. This is like when it when ZZP was like Zoom and I, and then in Matt when Matt was done with his full, his other full time job. But like, we put rockers and an SS intercooler on a two hundred and sixty thousand mile GTP, and the thing ran low thirteens. So. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Like, change the oil a couple times early because you know somebody probably didn't change the oil on time. Yeah, flush all the junk out of it. Yeah. And then run I it. wouldn't be worried about the engine. Do not it. rebuild it until it breaks. Yeah. No. Keep a stock lock. Stock. 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 stock long for the win. I mean, yeah, for my, sure. Yeah. My old Ion was completely stock. Uh, 235,000 miles on it. We threw an entry-level kit on it. Blew up the clutch immediately. <laughs> Past that, made 400 wheel on E85. It was perfect. Full day. Yeah. Oh, I threw a timing chain tensioner in it. Al, <laughs> I took the valve cover off, and Al was like, eh, maybe put a tensioner in it. So he put it in fifth, rolled it forward, changed out the tensioner. It was good. Perfect. Um, I see Chunkier Mango mentioned his Silverado is bad on uh, gas mileage. Like, I tuned those also. I remotely tune those for customers, and people claim they get like MPGs, like multiple MPGs a gallon after a tune. There we go. You know, pretty much all of them. Even like I've even done some later model stuff, and people still claim that. You know, primarily because of the power enrichment delays and low octane timing charts. Yep. Like, you know, a, a 1.0 addresses the GM mistakes, which yeah, they have. I don't understand. Almost no time, like a holy cow low amount of timing in those yeah. chevy trucks at cruise yeah like i think i added 20 25 degrees of timing at 70 miles an hour to my uh, yeah. my colorado after i put that 48 wow. in it yeah like it's, as the stock like was like just 10. kept adding it adding and adding i'm like what the hell's going on here like my efficiency just keeps going up and my gas mileage keeps going up and i think i have like 40 some degrees of timing in it now at cruise yeah but um, yeah engines are most efficient at that point. So. Well, GM is obsessed <clears throat> with emissions. Yeah. So what they do is, is they is, yeah. they don't add that like extra fuel you need when you throttle into your vehicle. They put like a they put a throttle like a power enrichment delay up to a very high RPM. So what people do is they run 87 octane in them, which is possible. You can do it, but they run 87 in them and then they're throttling on them kind of hard, but not hard enough to get into power enrichment. The ECM sees a bunch of knock, 
So then all that knock causes him to go to the low octane chart. The low octane chart is like half the timing of the normal octane chart, and then the truck runs like crap. Yeah. So when you get the ZZP 1.0, let's call it, tune, it just kind of addresses those basic things. And then all of a sudden, now you're not cruising down the highway at like single digit timing. And all of a sudden, yep. the car, you know, the truck picks up gas mileage. It's not just trucks. It's like, I don't know, it's kind of pretty much every GM. Yeah, it's yeah, a lot of stuff. But they have to save everybody from themselves because people put yeah. 87 octane yeah. in. Loaf and jug. Yep, loaf and jug, 87 octane, and then fill the trunk with bags of wood chips and then try to go 100 on the way. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, with, like back to the to Gen me. 2 Cruise, like, <clears throat> I would imagine that that manual probably says run premium in it. Um, somebody could correct me if I'm wrong. I don't yeah, remember. Say that? A I, lot of... A lot of boosted cars from the factory say run premium or run 91 minimum. I think it says recommended. Yes. Uh, but the salesman, the dealership salesman, yeah, oh, it'll be fine. knows that the customer <laughs> will get mad if they tell them about that. But the salesman, the salesman just wants commission. Yeah, so he's like, he yeah, run care. 87 in it. I don't care. As soon as if, it's off the lot, he's... Yeah, they don't care. So, like, run premium, run mid-grade at bare minimum, you know, it's 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 huge. It'll possibly save you from having to warranty the engine. Yeah. Because the Gen 1 engines blow up stock, too, like, all the time. Because people put 87 in them and drive them hard, you know. Because they're it, always in boost. They're right. always in boost, yeah. Well, it looks like it's 5 o'clock, guys. Um, just kind of want to maybe recap a couple things. All right. We got uh, our we got our two Gen two cruises. We love them. Yep, they're great. They're great. Uh, we one have, has a uh, prototype big turbo, big yes. turbo, big intercooler. Flex yep. fuel will be on the website probably next weekish. Yeah, flex yep. fuel quarter intake. They are literally on the last couple steps, and we'll be ready to go with those. Yeah. Um, Midpipe and catbacks are on the site now. Those are uh, bent here in house yeah, on our CNC mandrel yeah. bender. They're um, TIG welded by hand here by our guys. Yeah, Mike made a sweet video. Mike going did make a that. sweet video. Yeah, that check that out. He's got a uh, got that up on our YouTube. <laughs> Mike's and flexing, off. Mike's flexing be, over uh, there, trying to make us laugh. <laughs> the downpipe is coming, but we're just doing cat testing right now because we're trying to have solutions where we set no check in. We want to make it right. Yeah, we want to make one hundred percent sure that it's right. Not like a good enough, like a lot of people. Do just like in case me. you guys don't know, I mean, ZZP's <clears throat> got over forty employees to keep employed. Um, if if we want to, if we, and when I say we, I don't mean just mean ZZP. I mean like you customers as well. Like yeah. if we all want to be, like if we all want to keep our jobs and keep selling you mods, we have to be EPA compliant. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like we found many years ago, but we didn't really push it many years ago because the EPA thing wasn't a thing, is that running a cat doesn't really reduce horsepower. No. So like we're running cats and everything now. Like you're not allowed to have a Z uh, you're not allowed to have a car on ZZP property that doesn't have a cat in it. Mm -hmm. They don't ZZP doesn't care if it's a freaking 1980 Monte Carlo. Like if, yeah. if you have a if you drive it to work, it has to have a cat there in it. There was some yeah. grumbling at like, first, and I didn't want to put one on my. I got an LS swapped cammed truck that was like I don't want to put a cat on this thing. It's just going to cause problems. And I put it on there and it quieted it, quieted it down and took all the stink away. I was like, yeah. Huh. I so, didn't lose any power. I'm like, well, shoot, why not? It, it delays our Who exhaust cares? progress a little bit because, you know, Alex is trying like, like what, eight different months, cats? months and months of testing. Aftermarket you know? cats mostly do not pass. So yeah, yeah one like, that works, that passes. That, I've got three or 4,000 miles of testing of various yeah. different cats yeah. on. So we're buying all these different cats and we're putting mm -hmm. them on the Gen 2 Cruise and we're like, let's find one that does not set a, th you know, set a check engine light because mm -hmm. we can't just delete check engine lights. Yeah. We have to make our parts. We compliant. So we have to make our parts. We're trying our best here to. Make more, more power and not set check engine lights yeah. and not, and, and keep us employed because if the EPA finds out we're deleting codes and, you know, running catless downpipes, boom, we're all out of jobs. Yeah. And it, <laughs> so. and it's, and the, the final thing that we try to be is affordable. Yeah. And, you know, we could put a $500 cat in the downpipe and it won't set a check in. But no pipe. one would buy it. But no one will buy it. You, you know, no one's going to do that. So we have to find a solution that's cost effective, but that also, you know, does what's yeah. what it's meant to. And it takes a minute to do that. Yep. So we, we have flex coming. We have a colder intake, intake coming. The intake's waiting on some components, right? Yeah. Give us, like, give us some timelines. Like, are we days? Are we weeks? Are we months? I would say intake, we are weeks 
Okay. Next few, maybe, I don't know. A week or two, maybe. Yeah. Okay. I think and the intake um, and the flex are within the next couple weeks. They're yeah. like very near. Intercooler takes a little while because yeah. intercooler is going to be the big one. So like, yeah. you know, what are we, are we talking six months? Oh, more. More? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that'll yeah, be yeah, next yeah. spring. That's it, we don't we, we don't have a foundry there. in house, no. yeah. so getting like tanks cast and, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's like, gonna be pretty time. But it's, it's completely on, custom to the cruise. It, I mean, and it's, it's a awesome. massive core it's too. A massive core. It slots in. It looks factory, uh, as in like it looks aftermarket, but it fits in factory locations. It's it's a really neat piece. And it 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 really showcases. Sorry, Mike, to keep going over, but uh, it really showcases how we've streamlined our design process. And we went from 3D scanning to creating end tanks that we could fab up and, and 3D fit. Print. So we 3D printed those, went through a couple of revisions. Alex got it where he wanted, made the sketch, said it's good. We'll get them cast. It'll be a, a Gen 2 Cruise Specific. perfect fit intercooler. We're going to make our charge pipes probably in the house. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, on our bender as we do. So it... it you know, it takes some time, but yeah, because we want it's stuff, a big project. We don't. It's not universal fit. It's hey, this is going to fit your car. This is going to fit up nice. It's going to look right in the engine bay. You know, we really care about having that that ZZP quality on the on our products. Yeah, yeah. So intercoolers out in the pipeline. Uh, Turbo is going to be in the pipeline. Turbo's in the pipeline. We've got a couple options that we're exploring. Uh, suspension bits. Uh, it sounds like there's only one or two other second gen cruise guys in here, but I'm really curious to see what the shortcomings are. Uh, we have core livers already. We're going to work on a sway bar, you know, your basic stuff. Uh, but Are we going to have brakes for Gen T? Oh, yeah. We got some, yeah, we we got actually, some options we that need to, need to go in. We need to do cruise. that. <laughs> we'll have uh, some Brembo's on my car oh, soon. Uh, Pillar Pod is in yes. production. Pillar Pod yes. should be Pillar here soon. Pod, yes. Like in route, I believe. Nice. Like, last then, I heard it, like approved in production being. It fits great. It yeah. looks good. That'll be a OEM material color fit everything like yeah, it. we have a couple stock. different colors coming because yeah. i know there's a couple different yeah. interior yeah, colors what three on that mm -hmm. yeah so yeah we got i mean you're talking nearly a dozen parts within a year of yeah starting development is pretty sweet yeah so and we and we never we never drop a platform so i mean we'll we'll take over we'll that market look how many we'll 3800 guys are in here today I yeah mean, <laughs> we're still making stuff for those i'm making 3800 parts right now so so anyway <laughs> cool it's after five Quick recap: What are you guys doing this weekend? Anything? Chilling, sweating, at home? sweating, yeah. sweating. Not Kid mowing stuff. the lawn because it's yeah. dead. I got a car show tomorrow, a classic car show. Oh, cool. I'm bringing my Cutlass to tomorrow morning, and then sitting home and sweating. Nice. <laughs> what about you, Alex? I was on vacation last week, so yeah. home this weekend. Chores, yeah, doing back. some white people stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Grocery yeah. shopping, cleaning the house. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's a weekend full of the same for me. I'm gonna go home. We got it. We got a new gazebo in our backyard that I put some lights up in, and uh, it has doors or like zipper doors that come down so you can hang out in there and no nice. bugs and everything. So we'll probably chill out there tonight. And, oh, I got to work on the Sonic. Uh, yeah, Drag Sonic has two weeks to get Ooh. ready for streetcar takeover. So that's what I'm doing tonight. I got grid life, so some road course on the base model. Tim's going to go get sunburn. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Wear your silly hat because you'll need it. Yeah. I got one if you need to borrow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks for tuning in, anybody. Yeah. Everybody. Have a great weekend, everyone. Every weekend, guys. Okay. Catch you next time. Peace.